0: Hey everyone, this is Med School Moose, the podcast. I am your host, Masood Riyadh, and on this episode, I'll be speaking with another one of my friends, Becca Ellis. Also, a quick listener's note, once again, the audio quality for this episode may be a little reduced due to still being in this beautiful forest, but bear with me and we will still have an awesome time. Okay, so continuing with the theme of discussing my current elective rotation, Heart am. I have another one of my peers here today who I am very excited to speak with. So why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Thanks, Moose. My name is Becca Ellis. I'm from West Orange, New Jersey, and I go to the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai in New York. And I'm going to the University of Washington in Seattle for internal medicine.
0: Well, Becca, thank you so much for being here, and I know you are going to have a lot of great things to share, but I, I first wanted to start off by clarifying something. Now, I've been talking about this rotation that you and I are on with uh, many other people, Heart IM, and the IM part of that stands for integrative medicine, uh, but, but I realized that I never really took the time to define that, so would you mind uh, just taking a little bit of time to talk about what integrative medicine is?
1: Yeah, so I'm really glad you asked me that question because a few months ago, I really didn't know what integrative medicine was. I came on this elective really hoping to learn more and to sort of challenge myself uh, to think more broadly about what kind of care we as doctors can provide to our patients. Initially, I thought that integrative medicine was really just sort of all alternative medicine, acupuncture, um, traditional Eastern medicine, and it's really so much more than that. To me, based on what I've learned, integrative medicine is really thinking holistically about all of the care that you can provide to your patient. That's not limited to general Western medicine that's taught in medical school. And that's a pretty amazing thing, trying to be a doctor who thinks about all of the avenues or, or ways that you can make a patient's life better. And it also translates into the work of being a physician in a community of physicians and other healthcare providers um, and what it means to sort of be a healthier person in that setting and thinking about the ways in which integrative medicine can help you and your health so that you can be a better provider and healer.
0: Yeah. Well said, and and I think hopefully that will give the, the listeners a better picture of exactly what this rotation is trying to accomplish and and the approach of integrative medicine towards patients. It really is patient centric. Um, so let's switch gears, gears now and let's take a moment and just reflect on, on how the past several weeks have been for you.
1: Yeah, it's been a really wild ride. It's actually our last day here at Heart and I've been doing a lot of thinking and reflection on what the last couple of weeks have meant to me. Um, Like I said, I came in really wanting to learn more about integrative medicine and all of the ways that I could help my patients um, throughout my career. And what I didn't realize was how much personal transformation I was going to accomplish. The HEART elective stands for Humanistic Elective and Activism and Reflective Transformation. And I think I thought pretty deeply about the humanism and I thought about the advocacy and the activism, but I didn't really know what reflective transformation was going to mean for me. And it truly has been a reflective transformation. We spent a lot of time on thinking about ways that we can prioritize our values and thinking about ways that we can maximize our our identity in whatever way that is both as a healthcare provider and just as a person. And that's been incredibly meaningful for me because when you spend four years in medical school and five to 10 years before that going towards medical school, I think it's easy to forget parts of yourself that are critical to who you are. And this month definitely reminded me of some of those things. Um, For example, we spent a lot of time practicing balancing play with work and practicing connecting with each other in ways that were not limited to simple histories, simple physical exams. We learned some of those techniques, but we also learned how to incorporate story into our conversations, incorporate better listening into our conversations. And those are skills that I know that I'll take to my practice as a physician, but I'm also going to take them into my life Um, because being a physician is incredibly important to me, but being a full, wholehearted person is also really important.
0: Yeah, well, it definitely makes me happy to hear you say all of that. I, I feel the same way. This has definitely been a transformative experience for me as well. And it's pretty funny because I know you talked about the schooling, you know, four years of college, four years of medical school, and now here we are going to residency. And and it's a lot of time, it's a lot of schooling. Uh, but at the same time, it's not enough. And, you know, there are certain things that we don't cover in medical school that we just don't simply have the time to cover in medical school that I feel like we've gotten throughout this past month, kind of just to add to our toolbox, to add to our repertoire as future physicians. And I feel like, pretty much just everything you said, it'll definitely help make us better and more well-rounded physicians, but also more well-rounded people, and it'll help, you know, beyond the realm of medicine. Um, but, but now let's look forward a little bit, because you are from New Jersey, and you go to medical school in New York, and you're going to be moving all the way across the country to Washington for residency, congratulations on that by the way, And, and but that's a big change. And it's a big change that thousands of students face when they're entering residency. So tell me about how you have been handling that and anticipating that transition.
1: Yeah, thank you for asking that. So it's definitely a really, really big change. I've never lived on the West Coast before. I've always lived on the East Coast. I definitely identify as an East Coaster. So this was a really big moment for me when I chose to prioritize residencies on the West Coast. My partner lives there with our dog and um, it really uh, was a big step for us that I was gonna move there. And a lot of this year has been sort of preparing for that change. I think that I, up until March when we find out where we're going to be placed for residency, I don't think I had really thought deeply about it I think I just was kind of on this roller coaster of moving through interviews and now it's been really wonderful to have this month to kind of settle and get my bearings a little bit and think more deeply about what this transition means to me and I think it means a lot of things I think with any big move it means a fresh start um, both personal and professional. I'll start with the professional. I think it's really exciting to train at a new institution and in a new community because I think it can be really re-energizing for your professional ambitions and also just to learn and see what what how things are done differently in a different context and in a different healthcare setting. Um, and then personally, I think that I was leading up to this moment, really, really anxious about moving to a new place and making totally new friends. And this month I feel like rejuvenated my love for myself. And also I was in a community of an extraordinary people, wonderful, wonderful students from around the country who I got to share this month with and who all reminded me in unique ways what I have to contribute to a community and how I am wonderful in my own way. And I've also learned some skills for connecting with others in more ways than just medical and professional. So I'm feeling really empowered actually to be moving so far and to be jumping into a new community of, of people.
0: You know, that that's so great to hear and, and also very encouraging for me. I know me personally, um, I'll be making a similar transition, so I'm sure that any listeners that are in the same position uh, will feel a lot better hearing about that, and, and I like the point you touched upon about feeling empowered. You know, unfortunately, not every medical student has the experience that we've had here at Heart IM, but I think it's important that, that all medical students kind of take time to, to connect with the people around them that they may have pushed away while they were in that bubble of medical school. And also to reconnect with themselves, because I really feel, and I'm sure you do too, that you have to be right with yourself in, in and in a proper state of mind to to start residency. You can't just start, you know, at a disadvantage anymore. You really have to be in a in a better balanced place um, so that you can start off on the right foot. Uh, but but one last question for you now, Becca, uh, and this is something that I like to ask all the medical students and and physicians that will come on the show. You know, if you could give one piece of advice to all the pre-medical students and and the medical students who are really looking to achieve that dream of becoming a physician, what, what would that be?
1: That's a really hard question. And I've been doing a lot of thinking about that over the last month. And I'm still sort of looking for that advice myself, even though I'm almost done with medical school. I think something that I learned this week, and I'm, I think people have said this to me before, and I'm not sure what stuck about it this week versus in the past, but it, it really did resonate with me, and that was that you can be perfect, and you can be empowered to change your life and improve it in all the ways that you want. And when I say perfect, I don't mean like, you're perfect, you can be done, you know, your life is complete, you don't have to do anything anymore, but you can be a valued, perfect human in your contribution to the world and the communities around you, and you can seek change and seek growth, and that's a really hard thing when we are all working so hard. And being tested constantly. You're being tested in undergrad. You're being tested in medical school. And not only are you being tested, but everybody around you is being tested as well. And so, and it can be hard to feel full when other people don't feel full. So, as you know, it may sound empty, but I think that whatever you can do to empower yourself through the growth and the challenges, do that if it's doing yoga every single morning if it's hugging your partner every single morning if it's cooking a nourishing meal making sure that you feel whole and perfect throughout this process of constant challenge and um and pressure because the wholeness really empowers you and the wholeness gets you through the change it's a hard thing it's a hard thing to embody but For me, that was really important to hear this week, both from our our faculty, Ben Brown, who came, and also um, reflected back by all of my peers here at Heart. Um, It really, it really moved me.
0: Wow, well, I think that was a perfect response, and that's definitely something (laughs) I know that I need to carry with me going into residency. Becca, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I know that the patients in Washington, Washington will be well taken care of with you being there, even though you'll be very far away from me and I will miss you dearly. (laughs) Um, And also thank you to everyone for listening. Stay tuned for future episodes from Med School Moose, the podcast.